0: welcome to the fhe podcast hosted by amy
1: and maddie we are the fruity horny Horny xmos hello everyone hi and welcome back to the fhe podcast with your hosts amy Amy. oh (laughs) and maddie how could you (laughs) i
0: i I thought you were gonna have me say my name and then you'd say your name no i was gonna say amy
1: and maddie i'm do you yeah. want to redo it? No, no. we should keep it. In. Yeah, you should keep it. <laughs> um, sorry. Go ahead. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for listening. We love you. Yes, we love all of our fans. <laughs> no matter how many
0: or how, of you how no, little kidding. there are. I don't we I literally it. have
1: no idea, but we love you. Yeah, anyway, we don't really
0: check because a lot of this is for our like it's close just friends like, and yeah, for and it's us just fun to do. We don't really <laughs> pay attention to that.
1: But yeah. anyway, we're happy whoever's here is here. Hello. So today we are talking about premarital exams. Gross. Specifically in Utah because that's like the only place that it's a thing. So yep. anyway, Amy has done our research for today. So I'm going to hand it over to her now.
0: Yay. I have our lesson today <laughs> about premarital exams. Our lesson? is. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. It's funny. I know. Okay. But yeah, it is. It's gross. We put this on our like initial topic list forever ago, like when we first started doing the podcast. And it's just funny that we happened to mention them in our previous episode with White okay. Cat and his wife. But we were like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just talk about it um, <laughs> because it's weird. Yeah. So for any of our listeners who are out of state, uh, maybe have, haven't spent time living in quote-unquote, the Mormon Corridor, may or may not have heard of the premarital exam concept before. And I hadn't when I lived in Ohio. I had never... Really? Yeah, it's not a thing there.
1: It's just so weird because I did grow up here, so it's just like normal. Yeah, it's, it's not like normal.
0: expected. It's
1: actually not normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: not for like how it was presented to the, to the people. So we'll get into yeah. kind of how that okay. happened. Basically, yeah, the term... Premarital exam is a unique term in Utah, but common to the women who live in the state. Generally, a premarital exam is described as a visit a woman has with her doctor before getting married and having sex for the first time to prepare, quote unquote, physically and emotionally. Okay. (laughs) So pretty much your expectation so far. Yeah. So I guess let me start with my story. Okay. About my premarital exam, because... Somehow, I happened to live in Utah when I got married. And so that... <laughs> How had, did this happen? Honestly, I don't know. But it worked out.
1: Yeah. You know. It did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I had never heard this term before. It's not a thing that I'd ever heard socially growing up in Ohio. Um, but I had learned about it in college at BYU-Idaho. Um, that was the first time I heard of it. But anyway, I happened to live in Utah. It was kind of expected. There's, number one, let's just put it out there, there's nothing wrong with seeing a doctor to, like, learn more. Yeah. Like, that's not what we're saying at all. But the concept of specifically a premarital exam is what we're focusing on. Yes. So just want to throw that out there. (laughs) We're not a, this is not a hot take. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, so I decided to go to the gynecologist for the first time, which was good. Um... And I mean, it was like fine, but looking back now, it's, it was very weird. And I think I remember feeling weird during it, but we'll get more into that. <laughs> um, So when I was trying to find like, okay, where did this start? Is this a thing? Has it ever been a thing anywhere else? Mm-hmm. When you first type the term premarital exam into Google, the very first article that pops up is from the University of Utah. Hmm. So, it's kind of very telling <laughs> that there's such like an accredited yeah. um business university whatever in Utah that is kind of the reason this all began. So, yeah, I mean,
1: the University of Utah, yeah. am I right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That is kind of where it came from. And so basically a physician at the University of Utah, like these were, this was a thing before this instance, like these obviously have been around for quite a while, um, for you to like have grown up knowing about it. Mm -hmm. So, but it was the first time anyone like could search it on the internet. Um, it was because of this. Um, so the University of Utah put out this article or this blog post uh, explaining a premarital exam was. And that was like kind of the first time anyone had specifically stated it, Mm -hmm. which is very weird that like it's not a thing really anywhere else. Yeah, there was this physician at the University of Utah who was seeing a lot of, of course, Mormon girls um, and they kept asking these questions. And so she... Wanted like there to be a place to get more information about like what a premarital exam is. So she wrote up this blog post is kind of like how it came to be on the internet. It kind of got shared so much over um, after it was published that like national news picked it up. Like the Washington Post, New York Times, things like that. Like there's like things written about that specifically there was a person um her name is kristen hodson um she's a sex therapist in utah and um she was interviewed for one of the sources that we'll link in the description below but i can't remember specifically where i pulled everything so just know that it's all cited (laughs) (laughs) anyway so um she was asked in an interview where did like the term premarital exam come from and she said so this is a thing when i was growing up in utah i thought it was your rite of passage into marriage and adulthood as a sex therapist i started having clients talk about the necessity of going to the premarital exam i started to question the necessity and wonder why they needed an exam because you don't need an exam to have sex yeah yeah and so um, she also said, to my knowledge, it's a Utah thing, a little bit into Idaho, maybe down to, into Arizona. But outside of that realm, I do not see it occurring. So it happens in the, Mor- the Mormon corridor.
1: Yeah. That checks out.
0: So what happens during a premarital exam? Um, Hodson says, I would have to believe that every doctor's office is going to be a little bit different on what a premarital exam means. But the general idea is that you're checked out to make sure that you're prepared for intercourse, which means some will be put into stirrups and have an internal vaginal exam. And I know that there is sex education that occurs and oftentimes vaginal dilators are prescribed or suggested as a way to stretch and prepare for sex on the honeymoon. So that's like fine, right? It's it's the term premarital exam that we're really Again, it's not the issue with going and seeing your doctor. You know, of
1: course go see your doctor.
0: <laughs> um, and, you know, get more information. But the the issue is, why is it called a premarital exam? Mm-hmm. And so
1: it kind of blew up a few years back in like 2019. Um, oh, damn. That's recent-ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More recent than I thought it would be.
0: Yeah. Well, it was because like there wasn't anything on the internet before then yeah so that's like when it was posted Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of why it blew up again but um essentially people were like why the fuck is this a thing and then the doctor who wrote that blog post that was shared and went viral or whatever um she changed it so then she called it a like sexual health visit Mm -hmm. like she like changed changed it it. but everyone knows that that's what it's actually called a lot of the time Hmm. so because it shouldn't be just women but that's that's all that goes just women go yeah yeah and get premarital exams um because it's expected here in the mormon corridor so Mm -hmm. it is weird that it's not taught anywhere else it just isn't necessary and like if it is so necessary why are boys not also being encouraged to go to a sexual health visit yeah because the issue is a lot of what these quote unquote exams are is learning about birth control or um just like knowing your options being able to ask questions it's basic sex education mm-hmm. and so Today, we're going to really – we're going to get more into premarital exams, but it does lead into Utah's sex education, yeah. the history of hymen and virginity mindsets, hmm. um, and just anything kind of along those lines because these are all little topics, but they all coincide with each other. Yeah. So because these exams are really, truly just sex education – we're going to do a little bit of the history of the Utah sex education plan that they have, whatever the fuck it is. So we're going to no talk plan. about that a little bit, <laughs> and then we'll get more into like the specifics of anatomy for people who have uteruses. Mm-hmm. So we'll get more into that in a second. But first thing, I did not know this at all, but it makes 100% sense. Did you know that about 1.5 billion Dollars was funneled by the federal government to the abstinence only until marriage industry between 1996
1: to 2009. I did not know that, but also, yeah, I'm not, not surprised.
0: surprised. No, yeah, it's not surprising at all. I mean, that was just like nationally mm-hmm. done. So that was just a fun little fact that I did not know about. But again, makes sense, confirms. Um, so Utah has some of the lowest rates of unintended pregnancies and STIs. Um, But it's not due only specifically to abstinence-only sex education. It's because of the church. Mm -hmm. It's just the shame and guilt built in. That's why. Yeah. Not because they have the information. The CDC in 2016 found that almost half of high school-aged students are sexually active, but 41% don't use condoms. So, again, that's a national thing. It's, like, hard to kind of gauge what the percentages are in Utah. I mean, there's a there's lot less sex happening overall. It's not because of sex education. Yeah, It's because of shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. These kids are still having sex. They yeah. still don't have the information they need.
1: Nope. Yeah, I was still doing stuff in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. But no, I didn't have the information. Oh, of course not. Mm-hmm.
0: And then additionally, abstinence-only sex education perpetuates gender stereotypes as well as being anti-gay. Obviously, yet again. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the abstinence only is like specifically rooted in religion, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Which is weird when you think about it, that religion is also in the bedroom with you. Yeah. I like never really thought about it like that before.
1: Hmm. Me either. But like, it's just so weird that this thing like dictates literally. your life so much. Yeah. And like everything you do. Yeah. I know. It's it's really fucking weird. Yeah, it is. There's just like so much that goes into this issue too because like every state is different. Some of it's like abstinence, but also here's information about birth control or it's just like abstinence only or yeah. it's like more comprehensive. So it's just like so different across the state. But then when you start getting into like gender roles and gay people, mm-hmm. there's just so... So much, yeah. Oh anyway. no, for sure. Every state's sex
0: education is different, um, because it's the law of that state, yeah, not nationally. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's why people can do whatever they want. Essentially, Utah has primarily been specifically abstinence only. They used to actually say like teachers can't a- answer questions and stuff. Like they had it like. Written cool. down in the law. Now it's a little more flexible. <laughs> so I found this on the schools.utah.gov site. Okay. And um, it says, Is Utah's sex education instruction considered abstinence only? And they said, No, Utah's sex education instruction is abstinence based. Teachers are required to stress the importance of abstinence from all sexual activity before marriage and fidelity after marriage as methods for preventing certain communicable diseases. I love that they ha- they changed it to ev- to abstinence based. Yeah, but again, what they just described is abstinence only. Like you're you, ha- they're required. Yeah, by law, to state that they shouldn't have sex before marriage because of STDs or you know the communicable diseases. So
1: when did they change that to say? abstinence based.
0: I couldn't find like a specific date or year, um, but this is the most up-to-date one and I I assume it was probably in the last like 10 years sometime, but not sure. Interesting. Another fun fact. I'm going to have you guess. Oh no. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) In 2018, what percent of the lawmakers in Utah were Mormon?
1: Hmm. I'm gonna go with ninety two percent. It was ninety
0: <sighs> percent. Nice. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my god, that was impressive. Thank you. Um it's insane. Yeah, it is insane that so many lawmakers in
1: Utah are our members. So Yeah, yeah so obviously they're opinions, doctrine, that's going to bleed into lawmaking, which it shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't. <laughs> I hate that. The separation between church and state. Yeah, please, let me get married to Amy. Please. Don't take it back. Anyway, uh- I oh got my god! Sad.
0: Anyway. Yeah, me too.
1: So <laughs> let's go to a different sad story. <laughs>
0: um, so that's kind of, you know, there's not much to say about Utah sex education because there's no sex there's, education. Yeah, it's nothing. Like,
1: I, re- I remember learning about every single STD. Yep. Same. and 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 it was like, the only way to avoid these is what? And it's, it's abstinence. Abstinent. That's all I remember. Yeah. So cool. Didn't learn anything.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing to learn. So, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. So yeah. we're going to kind of... S- uh now slide over to (laughs) there's a lot here we're gonna lead into like the history of the hymen and things like that but um first i'm gonna read this story that's off reddit and it's wild um i don't i'm not saying that this person is lds it does Sound not impossible,
1: but <laughs> it, it could have been. Imply, that it is kind of.
0: Yeah, it's, you'll see what I mean. Okay, I'm um, excited. Yeah, so. I right know it's sad, so I'm not excited. <laughs> That's okay. All right, so this was posted three years ago. So it was actually kind of right around the time of the premarital exam debacle that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Um, which is ironic, but <laughs> so it says, my 22 female fiance 25 male wants his father to check my hymen tomorrow night before i get married
1: Um, that's just the title huh Uh uh-huh so let me
0: read it (laughs) yeah i know
1: i have questions i bet
0: everyone does (laughs) So it says, my fiance proposed to me about eight months ago. We decided on having a relatively small wedding, which is in two days. Everything was going great. He seems absolutely perfect, and we are very much in love. I am a virgin, and so is he. He wanted to save it for marriage, and I wasn't fussed, so I agreed to saving it. He has told me earlier that in his family, the father checks the virginity of the bride the night before the wedding. I laughed this off as it seriously sounds like a massive joke. No, turns out he was dead serious. He wants me the night before... My wedding to open my legs up in a small ceremony type thing, so his dad can check me while him, his brothers, and uncle can watch, so they know that I'm quote still pure. Um,
1: is he checking her with his dick? Like, <laughs> sounds like I it. Like that kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? I I mean, and like
0: your dad's not a fucking doctor. Yeah, like checking—that's disgusting. And especially the more we'll learn here in a minute makes, it makes even less sense. Oh, but it's no. gross.
1: Anyway. Not off to a great start. No.
0: And then she said, I told him fat chance, I'm going to do, fat chance am I going to do that. And he was begging me to go through with it and how important it is for him. He said it was, he knew it was slightly embarrassing for me, but his mom did it. Slightly? yeah, I know. I'm like, what? Um, But his mom did it and it will prove how much I love him and that I have nothing to hide anyway, as I'm still a virgin. I left and he was crying. It was very dramatic, to be honest. I want to call off the whole wedding because of this and never talk to him again. But at the same time, it's only one thing. And other than that, we're genuinely perfect for each other. And I don't want to spend my life with anyone else. And it's very important to him and his family. And then she was like, what the frick frack do I do? <laughs> I'm currently at my friend's house and I might stay up here for the night. Tomorrow would be our last day as an unmarried couple and I'm just straight up panicking. So, there is an update that we're also going to read.
1: Oh my god. Um
0: oh. <laughs> yeah, so um but thoughts thoughts up to this point. Um I don't really
1: know how to put my thoughts into into words yeah um because that's really weird i love how he was like slightly embarrassing no that's humiliating yeah
0: and but he's like clearly he's like it's gonna be embarrassing for me if you don't
1: yeah yeah he's like probably scared of his dad
0: yeah it's gross that his brothers get to be there and his uncle why that sounds like mormon shit am i right it does it really does. It
1: does. Ooh.
0: yeah, gross. Ooh.
1: I know, and sad too. I know. I just and also, your hymen doesn't have to break for you to be yep. a virgin. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure exactly. you'll get into that. Yeah, I will. God, I hate <laughs> everything.
0: Okay, go on. What's the update? Okay, so then the update. Okay, it was just the next morning she wrote this. Okay. So she said, I went and talked to him this morning. I told him that his father is not going to look at me and he needs to respect that. Love a boundary queen. Hell yeah. He was adamant that it needs to happen and accused me about lying about my virginity. (laughs) I was trying to be calm and rational, but he was not having it and just became more and more angry. I told him if he really loved me, he would stand by me on this and tell his father no, to which he slapped me and said he didn't need to prove anything. So I ended it and left him. <laughs> I'm currently okay, back good. at my friend's house being miserable and eating pizza. So, yep. Thanks, everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm, I was worried that it was actually going to happen. Thank God. Um, So I'm glad it didn't.
0: I mean, yeah, they haven't even known each other a year. Yeah. And I just can't imagine if I had ever, I mean, obviously I married a man. His father was (laughs) not alive, so I can't really say that about that relationship. But any other relationship, if my Mm -hmm. partner at the whatever in this weird universe (laughs) said, hey, my dad wants to look at your vagina with me and my brothers and my uncle there. How would... That's so demeaning and demoralizing and Mm -hmm. disgusting
1: and inhumane. Yeah. Just misogynistic. Yeah. And again, like, is he using his fingers or his dick? I need answers. (laughs) I'm assuming it's fingers. Yeah.
0: But again, it's not very clear. And yeah. Ew. Ew. God,
1: I hate men. Yep. So... I hate the patriarchy. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy.
0: (laughs) Anyway, when I read that... Um, cause that kind of also popped up mm-hmm. when you search premarital exam, but that's like a different kind of premarital exam. Um, obviously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An uncomfy one. Yeah. Very uncomfy. I'm sure the other ones are uncomfy too.
0: That kind of led me into, okay, so yeah, why did the fascination with the hymen in terms of, you know, with virginity, mm-hmm. like how did that become a thing? Um, because, I know medically, just given my own history with doctors, like I know that the hymen isn't indicative of being a virgin. So I was mm-hmm. like, so who started this rumor? Yeah. Um, this myth, this if you myth. will. Yeah. So I looked into that. So yeah, we're going to okay talk about the history of hymen.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: Hymen history with
1: Amy <laughs> and Maddie. Hymen a
0: history. <laughs> <laughs> Title. <laughs> yes amazing hymen a history i'm deceased that's perfect madison to you
1: (laughs) what is what's a hymen i mean again my utah sex education is failing me it's it's poking through um it's showing (laughs) yeah um i'm pretty sure and also i'm gay so it like doesn't really matter (laughs) doesn't matter to me anyways um (laughs) But I'm pretty sure it's like a little barrier. And when it's popped, Sometimes you bleed, it hurts, apparently. I don't really know. Just take all of this out. No,
0: it's important. I don't know. <laughs> that's the point. I was trying to make a point with Utah sex ed, sorry. Oh, okay. I was trying to make a point. It worked. Anyway, I'm sorry. Medically speaking, yeah, when your hymen breaks, apparently there's blood, right? Like, <sighs> that's how they know you're a virgin. Yeah, your assumption is a correct assumption, okay. given what you've learned. Cool. <laughs> so I'm gonna dis- I'm gonna say what a hymen truly is. Okay, let's hear it. So medically speaking, the hymen is a membraneous fold that partially or wholly excludes the external orifice of the vagina. So basically what you said. Okay. A barrier that is around your vagina.
1: Cool. Okay.
0: Um However, for most societies and religions, a membranous fold that determines if a girl or a woman is pure, if she is untouched, if she is worthy of marriage, etc. Her tightness, her pain on penetration, the bloodstained sheets will be celebrated, not just by her husband. Okay. You know, that's kind of um, both the literal medical meaning and the societal one. Yeah. Um, but that's not true so (laughs) there's a lot of confusion about hymens many people think that the hymen totally covers the opening of your vagina until it's stretched open but that's not usually the case most of the time hymens naturally have a hole big enough for period blood to come out and for you to use tampons comfortably some people are born with so little hymenal tissue that it seems like they don't have a hymen at all in rare cases people have hymens that cover the entire vaginal opening or the hole in their hymen is very small. And then that's actually called a hymenectomy. Um, Someone I've dated before had one. So that's why I know it's a real thing. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, yeah, so you can just have like a thick membrane, Mm -hmm. basically, membranous fold or whatever the hell. Um, (laughs) It can just be thick um, or just very small and, you know, that can affect it. But like overall, Everyone has one to some extent and it may or may not affect them like it's assumed that it will. Yeah. Just like any part of your body, um, hymens are a little different for anyone who Mm -hmm. has a vagina. Lots of things can diminish your hymen because essentially your hymen, there's no like actual reason for it. Hmm. Like it doesn't do anything. It's just a thing in your body. Yeah. Basically.
1: Like your appendix.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So there's actually like, uh, I think it was like 50% of people are born without one. Oh, interesting. So it's, again, it really has no meaning. Yeah. So what about those people?
1: Are they unpure? Also, what about men? Yeah. It's true. It's fine yeah it's not fine but it's fine it's not fun
0: <laughs> it will just naturally over time deteriorate anyway so um it may never go away completely it might go away really early on like there's no rhyme or reason um so lots of things can diminish the hymen so like vigorous exercise tampon use masturbation the reason that um they say that when your hymen breaks there's blood is be- like there's not supposed to be that much blood Mm -hmm. when your hymen supposedly breaks. Um, The only reason it does is because of the blood vessels in the membrane. Hmm. And, like, I think it was, like, two-thirds of the time, like, there's so few blood vessels in the membrane that it doesn't bleed at all. But that's not to say that they're not a (laughs) virgin. Like, (laughs) you know, that's just naturally what happens. Because it
1: can happen... With vigorous exercise, like mm-hmm. you said, or tampons, which is why some people hate tampons. Yeah. And they're like, don't use them. Yeah, like because I, they're... I think in, like, South America, we have talked about this oh, yeah. before. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Some cultures.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, that makes no sense. And the hymen makes no sense either because it no. means nothing. Basically, someone just cool. decided that it meant something and it's been a and thing ever are. since. Like, for, like, you mean, like... Generations ago, yeah. So, we're not the only species that has a hymen. Other species have hymen like a manatee, whales, mm-hmm. elephants, hyenas, and horses. There's no reason they're not getting married and then yeah. checking if their partner is pure, <laughs>
1: like by their dad or uh, their fiance's dad. God, even worse. Um, I know, that's no, horrible.
0: It's all, actually, that'd be a little better.
1: Would it your own dad? Oh, I get what you said. I thought you were talking about like the fiance and I was like I would rather my fiance oh, no. than his dad, or mm-hmm. her dad,
0: their dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But a fun fact uh, about elephants is their hymen doesn't even break until they give birth. Hmm. So it's not about it's not anything.
1: about being pure and being a virgin.
0: Yeah, like there's okay. no there's no like actual specific reason that you, to have one or that it makes a difference. So it's just kind of a little barrier. Why it's there, we don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't. It literally doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So um, the word hymen is Greek for membrane. Um, but also, did you know that hymen is the Greek god of marriage? Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, again, goes back to that. It's always linked with marriage and yeah. purity
1: and whatever. I wondered if the name came from... Something like that.
0: Yeah. And then this was from one of the sources that I found. Um, and it says, Why would virginity be attractive to our hunter gatherer forebears? Until the recent invention of DNA testing, a man could never be sure that a child was his. Mothers could be damn sure that they were related to their kids, but men had no quote unquote paternity certainty in evolutionary terms um spending time and resources feeding and protecting offspring that will not continue your own genes is a costly mistake it's kind of how they took it um okay. and humans have thus evolved behaviors to prevent this jealousy possessiveness mistrust and most unfortunately the oppression and denial of female sexuality its m- modern effects are seen in slut shaming um And victim blaming after rape or assault, uh, revenge porn and religions that venerate chastity and punish those who have sex before marriage. So hmm. like that's uh, that was kind of why it first started. But that's not even like what it means because yeah. you can have sex and your hymen could never break. You could have sex and it breaks, but there's no blood. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. It's different for everyone. Bodies are different.
0: Yeah. So, but apparently that's how they took it. You know, mm. if my wife's a virgin and she's only slept with me, this has to be my kid. Yeah. Um, You know, it's obviously changed now, but it's still baked into society. Yeah. Yeah. And 50% of teen girls who have had sex with uh, someone who has a penis still have an intact hymen. So, again, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Doesn't it's not that's not a thing when people are like, you're so tight? No, <laughs> <laughs> Dead. many people might be surprised to learn that the hymen has no proven medical or physiological purpose, there's no reason for it to be there. Yeah, but they just picked a reason, of course, they did. and just ruined everyone's life forever. Great, <laughs> so um, and then I found this line specifically that i was like oof this is a good one it says sexual incompetence and sexual violence is what brings bloody cheats not a disrupted hymen
1: dang exactly You're right <laughs> i know i
0: was like that is true because if it's so bloody They are literally hurting you. Mm -hmm. Like your body is not ready. Like it's natural for when someone like begins a sexual encounter. If that person has a vagina, like they might not have enough lubrication naturally produced during that short, very short period of time that the man (laughs) is taking to actually, you know, (laughs) get the woman where she needs to be. (laughs) Um, So like (laughs) these women should use lube. Because that's just more enjoyable. Yeah. Like, but again, sex is not about pleasure to religious people. Sex is about procreation. Mm -hmm. So it's just insane that, I mean, things like that are shamed. Like, oh, you're not tight enough. Or the husband stitch or whatever the fuck that we learned about or we talked about recently Mm -hmm. with someone. um, I forgot about that. Where your doctor... Like, closes your vagina entrance mm-hmm. a little and God. makes you tighter after a baby. Yeah. Like, disgusting the <laughs> <laughs> all of yous.
1: Yeah, like, I hate that. Ew.
0: But, like, just sexual incompetence is the best way to put it and mm-hmm. just lack of sex education. Like, yeah. sex education is not about pleasure. No, it's all. not. It's about procreation. Mm-hmm. That's That's it. So, you know, that's what Utah people believe is in procreation and not pleasure. So to them, yeah, they're like, don't have a baby. Don't have a bastard baby. <laughs> um, You know, get married and then have a bastard baby. <laughs> just kidding. Um, and then have a baby, you know, like, yeah. because then they can be sealed with you or whatever. Like, there's just yeah. like you know bullshit reasonings forever all through history because of men so yeah whatever sex should not hurt
1: it shouldn't it shouldn't it shouldn't and
0: like people it's frustrating that a premarital exam is basically sex education Mm -hmm. um because even in that link that I read from earlier from the Utah schools. Yeah. Um. It said the primary responsibility of sex education rests on the parent yes. of, or guardian of that child. Yeah. So, if they're not telling them anything, and then the school <laughs> isn't telling them anything. Yeah, because they can't. Like, then they learn <laughs> secondhand from their friends mm-hmm. who have learned it from their friends the or internet. learned it from the internet yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... It's not safe. That's why sex education is good. It's not to push our kids into having sex as a kid.
1: We want them to be
0: safe Mm -hmm. for when they inevitably do, Mm -hmm. whether or not your parents know about it, but you're still doing (laughs) it. Um, Good for you guys. Yeah. You know what? It's just like they just need to know about their bodies. Mm -hmm. And it's just wild to me how little people know about their bodies. I
1: know. It's sad, honestly. Yeah. So it's not bad to have that kind of visit. Yeah, but, like, it's dumb that you can grow up not knowing anything. But about then, your body. Yeah, but then, like, before you get married, then it's just, like, a crash course. Yeah. And, like, anyway. I just hear about, like, horror stories on, like, the the honeymoon or whatever. Like, after people oh, yeah. get married and then just they don't know anything. and They don't. It's sad. But.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the thing. It's, like, it really ties into just purity culture as a whole. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i don't know i've never heard that sound from my voice <laughs> say it again i will it just ties into purity culture
0: yeah it just ties into purity culture as a whole yeah i just it it's just purity culture as a whole i don't remember any part of what we were talking about before. i don't either but that's okay.
1: that's great good job hopefully so
0: um and then i just had one last Um, Little thing, too, that I thought was interesting that Mm -hmm. I found in my research. Okay. It says, for thousands of years, a woman's virginity had literal worth. It was sold like property by her father in exchange for a dowry. In some countries and religions, this is still the case. Hundreds of British women every year undergo operations to have their hymens reinstated, wanting to bleed to prove something. Um, either to a lover or themselves. The construct of, quote-unquote, purity has solidified over centuries in order to shame women
1: and separate us from the possibilities of our own pleasure. I hate that. Yeah, I know. God, I just don't know what the big idea is. And it's so crazy to, like, look back and see that this is just, like... Made up. Yeah, it's made up, and it's just, like, it goes back so far, Mm -hmm. and then look at how... Like, it's impacted our modern society. Like, it's just wild. I know. Yeah. So. (laughs) It's a man's world, am I right? It is a
0: fucking man's world. And. um, (laughs) Same, honestly. In this research, I learned so much more about just kind of like how the world views virginity. And like in Indonesia, you literally can't get a job without a premarital exam. And it's, like, how does that affect your ability to work? What if you're already married? I think, like, it goes only if you're single. Okay. I
1: was, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So I was, like,
0: why does that exist? Why is any of this a thing? It's just a thing that happens to maybe be in our body a little bit more than someone else. That's, like, all it is. Yeah. For the people that you, quote, unquote, are tight, that's not a thing. God. (laughs) Like, you, your membrane might just be... A little thicker or a little, you're, the hole is just a little smaller. Like yeah. that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, if your body wants to have sex or is willing to have sex, it there's certain things you have to do for it to naturally get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also if you're having consensual sex, like you can use other things to make it feel better. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, um, it's not. Because sex is about pleasure Mm -hmm. it's not connecting with your partner yeah it's not about procreation only yeah um and so that's the thing when people view procreation as so like very number one thing in their mind and their, in their life um you know if they're all about procreation then yeah of course they're not gonna think about pleasure for themselves or just for women in general Mm -hmm. so basically premarital exams are bullshit <laughs> they are completely 100 created by the patriarchy yeah um everyone if they feel like they need more sex education needs to see a doctor when they feel like that whether or not it's in terms of your marital status yeah or not yeah if if you want you know i i think some people do have valid reasons for Saving themselves for marriage.
1: Yeah, and like, totally I res- I respect that. But yeah, when you don't know anything, mm-hmm. that's what I have an issue with. <laughs> yeah, no, same.
0: There was a belief for a long time that if your hymen was broken during your first encounter, your se- first sexual encounter with penetration, um, that meant that you were like bonded to your partner. And I'm like, Is- they're not like a werewolf. It's yeah. not fucking... Jacob and Nessie from Twilight,
1: (laughs) you know, like what the fuck? They're not imprinting on you. This isn't Akatar and the mating bonds. Yeah, (sighs) I'll know about that sometime. Amy, I convinced Amy to read it. Yeah, I'm a good wife. (gasps) (gasps) Yeah, you are. (gasps) Anyway, (laughs) um,
0: yeah. So that was like just another weird little belief. Yeah, and there's just that's weird. There's just been like random ass theories. For as long as I could tell, that are just like absurd. I mean, there's so many different like weird myths and things like that that apparently have to do with your hymen. But if you have a vagina, number one, you may or may not have a hymen.
1: Number yeah. Two,
0: um, if you're like if you if there's a lot of blood during sex, something's ro- going yeah, wrong. Yeah, something's
1: wrong. You shouldn't be like proud. No. Of that you know yeah it's sexual also, incompetence that hurts yeah oh God. It, it does i've
0: been there <laughs> looking back i know i mean i still had this belief even though like intellectually i knew but yeah physically and like in my head just emotionally i felt like this still rang true somehow again it's just like patriarchy yeah um convincing you that it means something but it was the sexual incompetence yeah um you know not that like i didn't know that but it's just not something that happened yeah so in the moment you know it wasn't smart Mm -hmm. and that's why i bled so much and that's why it hurt and Mm -hmm. all of
1: those things but it shouldn't yeah so so you have never bled (laughs) Except for period sex. Period sex. (laughs) Put down a towel. towel. Body till it's dry. dry,
0: Which I'm period sex. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah. So basically premarital exams. Get again.
1: Bullshit. Yeah. Made up. Yeah. And of course it's like only in the Mormon corridor. Basically where this is like a thing. Like I remember my friends talking about it before they got married and like having to go. And they were like, yeah, I have to stretch. And. I was like, oh no, like, oh yeah. I was kind of like
0: worried about it. That was another thing I was going to bring up too, actually, but I must have taken it out of my notes. Um, Oh, what was it? Just that like a lot of women who go to a premarital exam will get like a dilator. Oh no, you said that. I did. Did I talk more
1: about it though? Not really. You just said sometimes that's like suggested for people. Oh, okay, good. If
0: they are tight. Yeah, I was going to talk more about it, though. Okay. So thanks yeah. for reminding me. You're welcome. These people will go and, because they want to be comfortable. Yeah. So they go and can get what's called a dilator, like a vaginal dilator. It doesn't make your hole bigger, <laughs> okay? Like, it's just letting you get used to it. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, because your hole is your hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true that's like, so funny your hole is your hole your hole
0: is your hole what can i say and um <laughs> size I mean, does size matter, matter. <laughs> but like your vagina is elastic like yeah. it has elasticity mm-hmm. so it's not really just gonna like permanently sh- mold
1: your vagina into that shape into a perfect penis sized shape. Yeah, that's and not also how like it works. penises are different shapes and sizes. Yeah, you know exactly. So, again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It really just is you basically understanding your tolerance is yeah. kind of
0: what it is. But because when I went for my premarital exam, um, it was to figure out birth control, and what I wanted was an IUD. Yeah. Um, and In Utah, I could not find a doctor that would give me an IUD unless I had already given birth. And I was like, I don't want to give birth.
1: That's why I'm getting birth control.
0: Yeah, that's what I, that's why I want it. And they were, I mean, because it's just like a little easier on your body. Hmm. Because, you know, because of all that. So yeah. I, but I was like, but I don't want to have a baby. I don't care that it's, like, a little harder to put in. Put it in. <laughs> and yeah. I could not find a doctor. Everyone that I talked to was like, you have to, well, number one, you have to have given birth. And number two, you have to have your husband's permission.
1: Yeah. I can't believe that's still a thing. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So, I couldn't get an IUD, but I needed to start birth control because I thought I would need it. Little did I know I didn't. That's LOL. Yeah, I mean, times. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So, um, so yeah, I went and I did my first pap smear. And, I mean, it was, I already knew, I feel like I already knew a lot of what I needed to know. But I just needed birth control. And I remember <laughs> I asked for a dilator because I just, like, I just didn't know. Like, that's just kind of what was expected. Yeah. And he gave me, like, it basically looked like the tube of, like, a syringe. But it was in, like, kind of like a boxy penis cone shape it's really hard to explain it was just Hmm. like a hard plastic see-through like vaguely shaped like a penis (laughs) tube thing
1: okay um sometimes they'll
0: give you different sizes yeah i only got one size and yeah yeah, he was like yeah you'll just need to put like run it under some water and that you can put it in and i Um, like was like no that's wrong you're a doctor
1: I mean, he was a man, yeah, to know. be fair, but but yeah, yikes. Yeah. Not
0: water. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Water-based lube, maybe. Great. Love, Love it. that. Yeah, no, it, it it was insane. And um, I did try it that way, and it did hurt. Shocking. Yeah. You know, again, dilators, it's all about pleasing your husband. But again, men aren't required or like just by society, it feels required to expect it. Men aren't expected to go get a premarital exam. They don't, like, have an exam with a urologist. Yeah. Um, Like, it's not a thing. Yeah. And there was actually something I read, too, that was, like, sometimes women will go to a premarital exam and ask for or be prescribed um, antibiotics in advance because they were worried that they would get a UTI during their honeymoon and they didn't want to ruin it so they like were preemptively taking antibiotics so they wouldn't get a UTI I was like what just pee after yeah I was like that's how
1: you avoid UTIs. how about you talk
0: to your doctor about what's yeah, and like how what's, it works what's normal what's yeah how it works yeah oh, oh my god and it's like you shouldn't take meds for something that may or may not happen yeah like you don't know that but again it's just like lack of education and just oh made up god. bullshit everything's made up and nothing matters so
1: nothing matters tm
0: <laughs> yeah truly anyway basically yeah premarital exams are complete bullshit like we cool. thought um yep and it's just stupid <laughs> <laughs> the end Oh no but I mean that's really all there is to say like it was so interesting to me that like there are all these little things but I mean it truly is made up just like the church <laughs> <laughs> the voice break just like church, the church. <laughs> I don't know why and, uh, that was so funny anyway so that is our lesson for today wow thank I you guess.
1: That was great. Thanks. Lots of good information. It got me raging. So Got you thinking. Yeah. Not should what we, we all want. should we get premarital exams before our wedding? Yeah, this year? we should.
0: That'd be so funny actually. We should just um go and get a pap smear anyway. That's true. You know, this is a good reminder. <laughs> <laughs> this is our manifestation. Our manifestation is for you to <laughs> educate yourself about things
1: that you don't know about. Like AKA your body, your body and sex, <laughs> and sex and anatomy. Yes. And consent and consent. Please. God, <laughs> you tell them, babe. <laughs> I don't know means no. Yeah. Anything other than an explicit yes
0: means and and, no. an, and an enthusiastic yes. Yes, exactly. Always. No, everyone go get if you have a vagina, get regular pap smears. Yes. Just It's bet. Why not? It's weird. It's short. It's over. Yep. That's, but it's good. It's good for you. <laughs> good to check. You know, we're all taking time bombs. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. Practice safe sex. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- if you have questions about sex, ask your doctor.
1: Yeah, or your um, or your friendly neighborhood gay person. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Also, I was gonna know. say, like, it was kind of funny to be talking about straight sex as oh yeah, it's true. Two gay women, and we're like talking about that. But, yeah, that's true but we both have experience in both
0: on the other one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, (laughs) I think just, this is, you know, just a good uh, topic for just anyone affected by the patriarchy, Mm -hmm. honestly. Um,
1: But especially, yeah, vagina owners.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And also like, I will say, I don't want people to think that I'm saying that gay sex is just like, superior S- not superior that wasn't the word i was gonna say but but, that's but like f- no just like free of risk in itself oh, yeah, no, there's, still, like, there's, risk there's with, still things with yeah, with um true. with gay sex as well yeah so
0: but it's definitely less common um because i feel like gay people have critical thinking skills <laughs> like asking a doctor questions <laughs> so yes make sure to practice safe smarts um <laughs> Wait, what? i said safe smarts <laughs> oh. oh my god but um anyway
1: anyway that is uh all we got that's all we got thank you for listening everyone <laughs> um this episode i feel like it was kind of all over the place um, it was but it was fun yeah no it was i love doing it yeah yeah Love doing, it, doing it and doing
0: it that's right <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh we'll see you on the next episode <laughs> bye <Yes>. bye <laughs>